Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Hello and welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. This is Danielle. Thanks for joining us today as we look <clears throat> look back on the message from this week that Pastor shared with us titled Courage to Move Forward. Our theme for the year is courageous and that's based in Joshua 1, chapter 1 and our theme verse is from verse 9, to be strong in the Lord, to be yeah. to be to be strong and courageous. Yep. And so um yeah, he talked about courage to move forward and this is the setting of this is right after the resurrection um, and that the disciples, he said, had the worst week of their lives, that the one that they were following, that was their friend, that was their teacher, their leader, uh, was put to death. Yeah. And then they came back, but then he like wasn't really there with them and they they didn't know what to do. And so they they went fishing. Yeah, they did. Peter said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fishing." Which wasn't just, "Hey, you know what? It's been a rough week. Just go to the lake, and kick back, enjoy some sun." It was, it was what their life was before Jesus. And so he said, "You know what? I don't know what else to do. This is what I do know how to do, though. So I'm gonna go and do that." And then that is where Jesus met them. He came to the lake and saw them again. Um, and then Pastor, Pastor walked us through some of the steps that that happened there, starting with the revelation step. Um, that he didn't have to prove to them a second time that he was risen, but he wanted to show them how to live and right. give them new revelation. And then the question step, um, he said, "Do you have any fish?" And they answered no, <laughs> and and he knew they didn't have fish. They, you know, but he needed them to know. And it's it was reminiscent of Genesis, um, in the garden when God asked where they were, right. and he knew what they had done. But it's like he needed that question. Sort of was an invitation to see the truth. Yeah, to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And then the um. The instruction step was next it, to, to cast their nets. So what he did, they had been fishing and they didn't catch anything. And, you know, they're expert fishermen and they didn't catch anything. And so he finds them there and he's like, I'm here. Do you have any fish? No. Then cast your net onto the right side of the boat. And that was, you know, they were doing... They knew what to do, but they weren't doing it in the, the right way. And so he gives them instruction. And then the invitation step, he said, which where Jesus says, come and dine with me. Um, so that's a quick mm-hmm. a quick narration of the sermon. Did you want to add anything? Uh, yeah. It's um, in the invitation step. You know, he talked about the progression of going from relationship to fellowship 
to stewardship to lordship Mm -hmm. and just walking through that and how you can have one without the other yeah um as you progress through you know you can you know his analogy was in a marriage you can have a marriage relationship but uh there doesn't necessarily have to be fellowship Mm -hmm. between the husband and wife if if they've lost that spark, if they're going through a hard time, you know, sometimes yeah. there's the ebb and flow of relationships, but constantly recognizing where you are and being honest with yourself, having that conversation and uh, being willing to be introspective uh, so that you can progress through. Um, and then the other thing was um, when you said, you know, what's in your hand? Uh, God can use what's in our hand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Peter went back fishing, mm-hmm. but but Christ didn't take that opportunity to shame him or yeah. to condemn him. He said, what do you got? Mm-hmm. And it was that coming together of the natural gifting with the supernatural calling that created that supernatural catch. And it's what empowers us to to step out in our calling when we hear that 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 word mm-hmm. and we can we can move out boldly on that word marrying what we can do with what god can do that's good i'd like to circle back to the the thing you said right before that though about the relationship fellowship stewardship and lordship mm-hmm. that the four what, I don't remember what he called them, phases of the relationship or something like that. But um, I think, like, at, if, if for people who have been a Christian a long time, it's really easy to, I think, spend a lot of time in stewardship. So if, yeah. if like, and that means you're using your time, your talent, and treasure for the Lord, you're doing, that we do things for the Lord. We um, volunteer at church. We, you know, like, read our Bible or, like, Things do like, the things that you're doing the things mm-hmm. and then it's easy to forget um the relationship the come and dine with me part mm-hmm. the, the just coming and being with him or maybe we really love the lord um and we come and dine with him and we fellowship with him and we serve him or but then it's easy to forget the lordship part um like that he is over everything in our lives um can and should submit to him in his will and his kingdom um and then sometimes we have relationship we have stewardship we have lordship but we don't have fellowship where we're even coming together with the body of christ like i don't i don't need people and i understand there's dynamics there but it just um i appreciated the beauty of all four elements yeah absolutely yeah so Contemplation. What is, is there something that you were thinking about? Well, yes, but it's kind of in conjunction with my question, which I feel like is often the thing. (laughs) And it's the question that he posed. What's your default? Yeah. You know, Peter's default was fishing. Mm -hmm. And we all have defaults and probably a lot of defaults Mm -hmm. in different aspects of our lives. And what's my default? Um, something I know about myself is I, I need me time. Mm -hmm. I need to sit and be quiet, but 
do I do that too much? Is, am I not seeking out relationships in the way that I should? Am I, and that's not to belittle, you know, that time that I need to recharge, right. but am I using that as an excuse mm -hmm. to not put myself out there and just thinking about what's my default Mm -hmm. um, in parenting, what's my default as a husband? What's my default as an employee, uh, as a coworker, mm -hmm. as a son? You know, what's what's my default? Mm -hmm. I think my default is to work. Um, when that's I, one of mine. <laughs> when check some boxes. <laughs> get like I can't solve a problem, just work harder at it. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, I woke up this morning and there's. This, and went to bed last night with this problem on my mind and was like, if I just stay up really late and try, or if I get up early and if I get some work done before the kids get up and the day has to get started, um, maybe I can solve it. But I'm not, it's actually not, I had to like speak to my own mind. Like it's not, I'm not going to solve it on my own at midnight. Like <laughs> there's not a solution that I can on my own get to. And so then this morning I just had to like, talk myself back to that place. I keep thinking all year about this. one of the sermons that pastor had at the beginning of the year about Elijah sitting under the tree, <clears throat> saying the journey is too much for you and getting the word of God and the Holy Spirit. And so this morning again, I just thought, Lord, this is, you know, this is your, your calling that you have us on. This is, you know, my life is yours and I need you. This is yours. And and then I was reading this morning about Elisha and, um, and how they were going into a battle and they didn't know what to do and they had run out of water. And I thought, I don't want to be like the Israelites where every time a problem happened that we're like, God is good. God is good. And then a problem happens and we're like, where's God? What's mm -hmm. happening? And so I thought, no, I want to keep coming. And the Israelite king, um, and what I was reading this morning in, in Second Kings, the Israelite king was like, what's going on? But Jehoshaphat, the, the king that has a reputation for knowing the Lord, was like, no, let's inquire of the Lord here. And, um, and so then they sought the Lord and, and got the victory that way. And so I thought that's what I'm having to retrain my default to be instead of just like work. Well, I'll figure it out. That's good. Um, yeah. That's good. That's good. Resetting, resetting a default. Can we, can we get a new default? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Our brains. Oh, it's good. Our brains can be retrained. We have yeah. neural pathways, physical, actual pathways in our brain that create new habits. Um, as we do them more and more. And that's, I mean, Romans 12, like Paul, Paul knew, <laughs> referred to neuroscience before it was even a study when he talked about um, renewing our minds, that we can make them new with the word of God. That's good. That's encouraging. How we've been is not how we have to be. Yeah. We don't have to have that default of worry or fear or relying on ourselves. We can get a new default. And that can be uh, the, the rock of Jesus and what he says about us, what he says about what we can do, what he says about our character, what he says about our relationships. That can be our default.
mm-hmm. because of the power of the resurrected Christ. Yeah. Yeah. My mind is being drawn to the end of the passage pastor studied just as you're talking about this in Jesus. Um, in verse 12 of chapter 21. Well, what happened? Okay, so they put the net over the board. Um, and it was it was so big, the catch. Yeah. And then they got to the shore and Jesus was there with the fire burning with coals, with fish on it, which made yeah. me laugh. I pastor pointed that out yesterday. He already had some fish and some bread. Um, but he was inviting them to join that. And Jesus said, bring some of the fish that you have caught. And so he wanted to put the two together, which is amazing that Jesus invites us to bring what we have, like what you said, like what's in your hand. Um, Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. And just a note, something I realized yesterday that I maybe knew but hadn't connected before, Luke chapter 5, when Jesus first calls Peter. They're on the sea. They're, Peter's in the boat. Jesus is walking by the Sea of Galilee. And he says, do you have any fish? They're like, no, we were fishing all night. And he says, throw the net back in. And then the catch was so big again. So this was when Jesus comes and finds him again. He's almost like, remember this? Remember, I've called you. Remember, I called you to be fishers of men. Remember, I called you to follow me. Remember everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, it's very similar what he did when he called them and when he, like, re-invited them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, verse 12, Jesus says, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. And so it's just like when we encounter the Lord, may we know, may we know that it's him. Yeah. And that, and then that kind of sets our, our relationship and our fellowship and our stewardship and lordship on the right path. Yeah. You know, I was thinking when he first called them and he uh, he tells them to put their nets back out. Mm-hmm. He said the catch was so much that their nets were breaking. Mm-hmm. And now here, again, bringing it full circle, mm-hmm. their nets didn't break. Because mm. they were, I, I don't know what that means. I don't know if there's something there. But it's like when we f- are fully stepping out, mm-hmm. empowered by the Holy Spirit, there's more power there. There's more strength right. there. There's more. Right. Like at the beginning, they couldn't be kept fishers of men on their yeah. own, like before they had encountered Jesus. But now, after walking with him. Yeah. And, it's, I mean, it's very specific. There was 153. Yeah, 153. Fish. It is very interesting. But I think I think the question to kind of land this ship today... <laughs> Uh, land the ship, land the plane, <laughs> um, is what's your default? Yeah. And then how can we re- reset that default to something that is what the Lord is asking of us to be, to be strong and courageous and do not be terrified because yeah. he's with us. He's leading us. He's guiding us. Yeah. 
Let's pray. Yeah. Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness. And we thank you that as we submit to your lordship, our, our defaults can change. And that as we sit and dine with you, we get to know your heart. As we follow you and have relationship with you, we get to know how you see people. As we use our time, talents, and treasures, we get to understand why you call those things and why you've put them in us. God, we give this week to you. We thank you so much for it. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.